going to be the doomsday of us all. <laughs> really at the start of the episode. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to Ashton Opinion here on the nominusradionetwork.com.pobby. I hope everyone has a great weekend and having a great weekend, a great week. Um, thank you guys once again for reading this week's blog, um, The Beauty of Video Games Volume 2 that I'm doing uh, on genres. And this week I did sports games. And not, who none other to do a podcast with than the sports nut himself, my Black Hawk commentary correspondent, just uh, uh, all around my Gears of War uh, for a go-to guy, yes, I love you, Kyle. I love you, Corey, and everybody else who's ready for Gears Four. Um, but this is my Brody right here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm the Don. He's the Marcus Phoenix <laughs> of this uh, episode. Everybody, former uh podcaster, but he loves to come out of retirement from one uh time to time and always help me out, and I really appreciate it. Everybody, please welcome Mr. John O'Hagan. Well, thank thank you. I'm like the Brock Lesnar, if you will, now of the podcasting world you know <laughs> like like wwe brock lesnar not ufc brock lesnar so you know uh. it's like i come out you know i get like a nice lucrative contract where ed brings me a soda <laughs> and, I well, only, and i only have to like make a handful of appearances a year you know <laughs> well i i forgot to bring you chucky uh, <laughs> it's all right time. it's all right um and I, you know what? I was going to offer to bring coffee and donuts, and I was just like, I forgot he's diabetic. Yeah, yeah, so. That wouldn't be good. I probably should have taken it, though. So uh-huh. um, so we're going to talk about why we love sports games and what's the beauty of it. I'm going to first off ask you, John, what is the beauty of the sports genre to you? No, well, to me, um, it dep- I guess it depends on the, the era. Like, my first introduction to it was California Games on the NES. Oh, my God. You know, yes, I remember that one. You know, and back then that was like Haggy Sack, and I was like, man, this game is cool, hitting the A and the B button. But as, as it gone, as uh, it moved forward for the beauty aspect of it, you know, for like me, like a diehard sports fan, and shout out to my 2016 Central Division champion Chicago Cubs. About damn time. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but you know, it gives you a chance to like, especially in, like me personally, I like the be a pro mode where you can create, you know. Your, yourself or you can like make yourself way better than everybody else but it gives you a chance to, it's the closest that you're probably going to be to skate a line skate on the line with Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane or hit that bottom of the ninth game game uh winning home run or hitting that header or that Pele kick in FIFA or uh-huh. you know getting that knockout punch on a uh, Mike Tyson um it's just it gives you a chance to fulfill a lot of uh when you're growing up, if you play sports, it gives you a chance to fulfill some of those childhood dreams, if you will. And, I mean, if you go into some of the over-the-top games like NFL Blitz, NBA Jam, and I've had so much fun with NBA Jam, or even uh, yes. ready-to-rumble ready boxing. Oh, my goodness, you know, yeah. Again, some of this, like, it's just, it's been, there's a different thing, or, like, throwing blue shells at people, or, you know, the <laughs> oil, or, or spelling RC Pro-Am to, to, to win, or it's it's just always, you know, you get that, it still it fulfills that desire to compete that in human nature. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, I can't tell you. It's really nice to finish my season at the end of the year with, like, 50 rushing touchdowns and, you know, 10,000 <laughs> receiving yards. You know, like, blasphemous numbers that can't happen in real life. Yeah, I, I know definitely for me uh, playing baseball on the NES, uh, golf, um, duck hunt, if you want to oh, yeah, go, yeah, yeah. if you want to include that. 
uh, Tecmo Bowl and Double Dribble were like Bo my knows. two main ones. <laughs> <Bo> like, Jackson. <laughs> yeah, and the, and the thing and the thing because the thing about sports games with me was in the in the olden days that you know it was one of the hot games and because it had great music, uh, it was easy to play. And I've never been to sports games. Um, like I didn't watch like the NFL. I didn't watch the NBA because. Um, and this is the thing about me is that when I used to watch sports games, I would literally fall asleep. I it, it, I got so relaxed and got so bored that I, I wasn't like, yeah, get him. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I was kind of person when when I was in high school, um, I did play volleyball. Um, and unfortunately, there's no, like, really good big volleyball games. And no dead or live extreme be- uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, beach volleyball doesn't count. Well, there was this really cool one back on the NES. I'm trying to remember. I don't know if it was part of it. was a part of a package game. Uh-huh. Um, and the volleyball, it was actually, it was like two on two. It was it was actually pretty cool because you can actually run under the net and beat, the, beat your opponent up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Oh, I know what you yeah. mean. Yeah, uh, uh, and the California King, uh, uh, California. Yeah, I think Games it was California. It, uh, yeah, I think also. it was. Um, but you know, um, when it came to like games like Skate or Die, like that, that was, was my game to go to. Seven Twenty was my game to go to. Uh, sports games was just one of those genres that. I like them uh, back in the day because people had them. And mm. whether I won or lost, it was always having to play with somebody. Right. It's always that co-op nature with me. I used to get dogged in sports games. And sometimes I still <laughs> still do. My friend, my best friend Terrence, uh, shout out to him, uh, we would play Madden and we would play uh, NBA Live. And I will only get like twenty six points in like <laughs> NBA Live, and he'll have like eighty nine. Right. Uh, Madden, I will only have like fourteen. He'll be like fifty six. But it, and because he was really good at them, and he's still good at them, and was was into it. But you know, I was the trainer in Street Fighter. I was the right. puncher in Final Fight. Like I was so good at other genres that he would watch me play. When it comes to sports games, I would end up watching him play right. and sometimes fall asleep. <laughs> uh, but. But I do appreciate that, um, even with the evolved technology now, that people are still into sports games. And it has always had a lasting impact that, you know, a lot of us be like, ugh, I don't want to play sports games because that's just not my genre. Well, I'm like, it's still a big business, but there's something about sports games now that it it feels a little bit too real. And you could actually place yourself in that position like you if you play that position you know it inside out so you know what to do compare back to back into the day you really didn't know what to do you would just press the a button hut 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 yep. on a tech one but press the a button find this little x that the guy needs to be at and then press b mm-hmm. or whatever or i might gotta get the <laughs> controls wrong for it but you know even games like double dribble it was just simple you mm-hmm. know those sports Pass games were shoot. simple yeah uh, NBA Jam was just like a fun arcade. You were, your goal was to get three shots <laughs> in a row to be on fire. Like that was your thing, or finding the secret, uh, the hints and stuff. Like it, it, that arcade sports games, I like oh, yeah. the real sports games, um, like Joe Montana football for the Sega Genesis. Like you know, I was saying, I think Joe Montana football too was one of the uh, the first games to actually introduce um, com- like in-game commentary on a yeah. on a cartridge. 
Yeah. Um, you had arch rivals as That's one of like yeah. the uh, like arcade games, being able to punch people to steal the balls and stuff like that. And I'm sorry if we're going far too ahead, but these are the things that you know about the sports genre that I like. That you had some real and you had some arcade. And I know I lean more to the arcade thing. You lean more to the realistic now that you right. have uh, a Xbox, uh, you know, uh, a kind of modern console. And, like, you don't really see a lot of arcade games out there now. Uh, but I think th- that just that competitive spirit, and it's definitely now that online being a, such a big thing, uh, people could play anybody around the world. So, yeah, it's, uh, like, I still kind of miss the days of, like, the, um, like, in the, nine, like, back in the 90s and even the early 2000s, if you will, uh, before the... Um, before being able to play online came around because you had touched on it because again playing these games couch co-op was awesome yes because it's like you you get like you said you'd, you'd pass the sticks to you you know you'd sit there with your buddy and you'd play and that was like you you talk shit you know like literally you, and uh, i mean pretty much the things i would say to my friend is what i hear like a nine-year-old tell me now my headset when playing call of duty all right and look, if you really think you're that good anyways that's another episode for another show <laughs> <laughs> but anyways um but yeah it was just like but it was also cool because like there's like uh i remember uh madden playing uh i think madden 05 or madden 04 me and my buddy brian He's playing the, the cool thing about like the football season is there's only 17 weeks not including the playoffs so you know you can spend a whole weekend doing an entire franchise compared to doing MLB or hockey where there's like 162 and I think uh, and like 82 games you know so it's a little harder to do that but like with uh-huh. Madden and I think in Madden 05 you actually got to build your franchise you can upgrade your stadium and all that other stuff so like what would happen is me and my buddy we would sit there and uh, I he would pick his team and I would pick my team. And then we would, you know, his team would go ahead and, and we would run a franchise mode. And, like, when it was his, when it was, like, week one, he'd play his game. And then I'd sit there and watch or whatever. And then, you know, simulate the other games into my game. And then I'd play. And then, which now they introduced into, now the online, mat, like, I think in Madden 17, um, they introduced now where you can actually do that online with, you know, you can actually do a franchise with uh-huh. your buddies. But it's like, don't go on any further until your friends play. <laughs> but... <laughs> But it, but it was so much. Again, it's like it was so much fun doing that. Or like with, uh, um, unfortunately, I've got you know rest in peace. Um, MVP, the last, uh, the last MVP baseball game that EA did. Yeah. Um, me, my, my, uh, in my old apartment, me, my brother, and a, a few of his friends, we would get together and we would uh, make a creative player, and then uh, we would sim an entire season, and then at the end of the year see which one of us became rookie of the year, had the most home runs, the most steals and you know, and as you got older, a lot of these games also you're able to turn into um adult drinking games, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> But I mean it's it's just again, it's just something about the competitive aspect of it and also it's so it's fun when you got the uh the you know, so like especially when you're playing with a buddy because you get bragging rights. But like you had touched base too if you really want to go into like the realism, the Madden curse is real. I, mean, I don't know if you've if you've had, if you've touched base on that at all. No, I, you know what I did it. I did touch base because I just wanted to uh, focus kind of like on the positive okay. side of the genre. I, 
Um, so, uh, you know what? Let's get into the mana curse and next explain what it is. So, the mana curse is it's believed to be if you ever make the cover of Madden, you get hurt that following season or that season. Well, that as, season of, as okay, that. just 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 to cut you off real quick because you're right. To prove the point before people will start rolling their eyes, Rob Gronkowski from the New England Patriots is um, the cover athlete for Madden 17 this year. He's been hurt since the second game of preseason, and he has yet. And right now we're going on to week two at the time of this recording. Uh, I don't know when it's going live. If it's going on live tonight or whatever. Um, but he still has not participated in a game yet. So you may continue, Ed. I just want to make sure that, you know. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's been believed that any time an athlete appears on the matter cover, they end up getting injured during that season. Um and so, a lot of people wonder who. A lot of people always wonder who would be on the uh, cover. And it and it's it's not such so much as a curse as it's a coincidence. Right, right. But people see it as a curse. Is that don't go on that cover because if you get on that cover, you're going to get hurt. Well, again, and that's like the only EA game that that actually has had that. Like I've never seen a cover athlete on. NHL or FIFA, or at the time, I think what the last MVP game that EA did it was I think it was Manny Manny uh-huh. um, Manny was on it, but yeah, it's just for some reason it's just like and the NFL the NFL games like whoever it is ends up uh, getting hurt and I mean at least it hasn't been like some of them have been career ending some of them have been season ending, uh, I mean like Rob Gronkowski his is just a uh, he's got like a torn ACL or something not torn ACL he's it's something he's he's supposed to be coming back sometime this year I don't necessarily know it's uh-huh. but it's good news for me because I was going to draft him on my fantasy team but my buddy picked him up that I mentioned Brian picked him up before and he's just been whining all week about oh, I took him in the first round I was like well that's what you ever taking Gronkowski in the first round anyways again <laughs> fantasy league is and it cracks me up because growing up you know despite the fact that I'm the sports guru like right now I did play Dungeons and Dragons. I did do a lot of the other nerd stuff. So it's really funny that the people that used to make fun—I think I've said this before too—on other previous episodes, the people that made fun of us for playing D and D, for rolling our character sheets and walking around—you know—sit there one day, you people that do your fantasy drafts with your computers and your laptops and or you know the tablets and your phones, just sit there one day and take a step back like I do when I do my fantasy draft. And look at everybody with their little notes, researching players. And you know what you look like? Those nerds you used to make fun of who were rolling their character sheets when you got your player data, when you're like, <laughs> I got to draft this guy, you know. Because that's all Fantasy League is. It's D&D for jocks. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the post I put uh, of Fantasy Football is for, for, it's for those who are not good at fantasy or at football. <laughs> yeah, I was laughing. <laughs> and, and I thought it was so perfect. Oh. And it and it really is. Like, people invest their time into fantasy football. I remember I used to, not that I used to play or anything. I did maybe one or two uh, two seasons on uh, Yahoo. Okay. Um, because my friends was doing it. And I would just pick random players. Mm-hmm. I didn't care if I was terrible at it. I was just like, I'm doing it because... My friends are right. doing it. Um, I, I wasn't so invested, uh, invested to it. And now to see that uh, talk the way that we're talking about it uh, with fantasy football and even kind of like almost video games because 
um, when they in- invented the create a character mode mm-hmm. and even trading um, into sports games, um, that make it, that made it somewhat more realistic. Right. Because if you didn't have a team that had the player that you wanted, and you was already upset that they got traded in real mm-hmm. life. You would go and sh- make that trade or make that character almost with the exact stats and stuff to put it on mm. your team, and you didn't really have to worry about right. that. Um, and, and that and was really a big deal. And I think that's of one of the things I do like about the introduction. Again, counter for my other point about uh-huh. one of the reasons I don't like the online ge- part of it. But the other thing I do like about the online gaming is that's one of the things I used to love. Like when, the, like I had PlayStation Two. That's why I bought the the modem. For, for the PlayStation 2 uh-huh. was because I liked being able to at least update the rosters. That was that was really cool because, you know, like you just said, if not, I would sit there, oh, well, you know, in the offseason, this guy got traded here, and now, oh, this guy got called up from the minors, and now I had to make this guy. And uh, But touching base on the fantasy thing before I lose my train of thought, but in Madden 17 and NHL 17, um, which I really like right now, just to prove how popular fantasy has really become, fantasy football and all that has come along. Um, in Madden right now, they have what's called, I guess, draft champions mode, um, and that's in Madden and also in NHL 17. And pretty much you go through a draft, you know, where you draft your, your team, um, and, you know, either you got to win six games or you lose two and then you're out. Mm-hmm. But, and, but what you do is, you know, like in the first round, they give you like three legends you can choose from, and you can only take one. Um and then you build your team through, you know, they take popular players throughout the league, and then you can, eat in, uh, you know, you can either take, you know, either take your favorite player, take the favorite player from a team, or you can go with the highest um, overall rating, or you know, or you can fill your position, or just take. I just want a bunch of these guys and just give me the little crappy guys you got built around. Yeah. Um, however, NHL 17 takes the draft champions mode to a another level, if you will, compared to Madden. And because in hockey, you know, there's there's line chemistry, you know, and they actually introduced that where, you know, you can get a boost in a line if you get similar style players um, playing together. Uh-huh. Um, and again, you know, it's just like if you got like a sniper, you got a group of, you know, if you got a playmaker and a sniper, you're pretty much all right. Because obviously you got a guy who's going to try to find the open, sh- you know, the open yeah. man for the shot. Um, and that's actually what I've been enjoying playing because the one thing I used to, because, you know, hut is a huge uh, hut or mutt depending on what sport you play you know yes. that that's where you got to get the card package um it's always you had to win games online you know in those modes to to get coins or use real life currency one of the cool things that they finally did with the draft champions mode is now you can do that and you can actually do solo challenges to get coins or you can um play online with your with your draft modes um and you know you get coins that way I mean, however, you know, leave it to EA to find another way for those microtransactions. Oh, of course. And I was doing the money grab finger sign to, to, to add because to do the draft champions mode, though, you need to be able for online, you need to at least have tickets. And to get tickets, you know, either you get them through rewards or by winning, or you have to, you know, dish out the wallet and, you know, I, I really want to pay the $10 for 50 tickets. Um, but, you know, it's just nice to, that they found ways to reinvent it. And, to be honest, you know, with full disclosure here, I haven't owned a Madden game since uh, Madden 14. Uh-huh. So, and I just went out and picked up Madden 17, and I'm really glad that I waited so long to do it because, to me, it was like a, 
going from Madden 14 to Madden 17 was a lot like if you were going from like an iPhone 3 to an iPhone 6, you know, because it's when you start getting the, the, the games every year, you know, like if you like I meant the Call of Duty reference or like, you know, the thing is Madden, NHL, FIFA, any of the big sports games, you know, they come out every year. And when you start getting them every year, it's my, you don't really see the improvements that have been right. made. You know, it's it, just it like kind of feels like a rehab. Right. It's just like, OK, if I really wanted a roster update, I should have just done a roster update. But for me personally, going from 14 to 17 and also the last Madden game I played was on my 360. So I hadn't had anything on Xbox one. Right. Um, it was, it was eye opening. Like, wow, this is, this is really cool. And, you know, I mean, I still like the, uh, because again, going back to the couch co-op though, the one thing I liked about playing, um, uh, to, uh, NFL 2k, the 2k series on the dreamcast, if you uh-huh. will, was when you had the V the VMUs, it was really cool because you were actually, um, People are like, what is a VMU? <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool because it, it gave you the plays to pick right there on your controller. Because let's 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 be realistic. You know, everybody, everybody who's played a sports game, couch co-op, if you've played a football game, and you're picking, you know, it gives you the option, you know, X, Y, B, or whatever, uh, X, triangle, circle, whatever controller you're using, you know damn well we all tried to check to see what our opponent was playing, picking. You know, I'd have my friend sit on the floor, and I'd be sitting here like, hey. What you got? And, you know, so then you're trying to do one of these. It got to the point where me and my buddy Brian, we would actually put a curtain up next to us. <laughs> so I mean, it was it was serious business. You know, yeah. it was it was like. And then of course, if you if you got the interception or you you're, you stopped me, you cheated. And then you throw the controller. And, I'm out of here. <laughs> and you can never cheat in a sports right, game. Right, right. Like there there's no Konami code. <laughs> you can't cheat in a sports actually, game. Actually, in uh, um, besides oh, NBA God, Jam. Oh, oh man. Oh, Madden, Madden ninety nine or ninety eight. I remember my buddy Robbie did it to me. He knew he got he went online and got a code, and this is because Brett Farr was still playing. I was a Packer uh-huh. fan, um, and he hated Brett Farr and he hated that I would use Brett Farr. He actually had this code where lightning, lightning, Ed would fall from the sky and it would say Brett Farr struck by lightning will not return to the game. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh wow! Um, punch out. Okay. Oh, so I love punch out. Punch out was to me. We talk about Mike Tyson or Mr. Dream. Mike Tyson. <laughs> punch okay. out. So, to me, my first two boxing games was Mike Tyson punch out, and I have to and I have to say that I didn't play the arcade version of punch out until almost two years ago. Okay. Um, there's a place called uh, Galloping Ghost okay. in uh, uh, Brookfield. No. Uh, yeah, Brookfield, and um, I I I seen arcade. And I'm just like, oh, I didn't know this was an arcade game. So I played it, you know, got my tail beat and stuff, and kind of enjoyed mm. it. Um, Mike Tyson Punch Out, I would play for hours. I, I actually have that on the uh, when I got my 3ds, the XL, mm-hmm. and I, you know, when they finally opened up the the, the virtual console, um. That was the one. That was the first game that I purchased. You know, it was because I, I have so many memories with Punch Out. And one of the misconceptions that a lot of people have is why Mike Tyson was removed from Mike uh, from Mike Tyson's Punch Out was a lot of people th- think it was because of the rape allegations that were going on back then. And actually, what happened was his the, the rights to use his name um, actually expired. Right. 
So that's why instead of Mike Tyson's punch, I became just punch out with Mr. Dream. So it wasn't because of what it, it, it just happened. And and uh, I did write that in. Uh, I didn't put it that, uh, you know, I, I did say that he was having legal trouble. Right. And so uh, I didn't put that part in where his contract right. wrote in. So I'm, I'm sorry, everybody, if you if you read that part, um, I, I just end up missing it because that part to actually tell you the truth, that part wasn't revealed to me uh, like until a couple of years right. ago. Um, all I knew was that he was having legal troubles, and because of his legal troubles, they didn't re- right. Nintendo didn't right. renew it. Um, so when they included Mr. Dream and Mr. Dream, and I've never played the Mr. Dream version. Yeah. I only played the original version of Mike well, Tyson. The, the Mr. Dream version now is um, um, what you can get on the virtual console. Which mm-hmm. Mr. Dream is still Mike Tyson. He's just, you know, they, they, they changed him up just a little bit, you know, where it doesn't look like Mike Tyson. But it was really funny because uh, I think a, f- a few years back, um, I'm not sure if it was Conan um, or another one of those late night talk shows, uh-huh. they actually finally had him play his own game, you know, so it was... Uh, did he also fight against himself? Yeah, yeah, and he lost. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, so, okay, so Rocky, I didn't include this on the list, but Rocky for the Sega Master System oh, wow. was uh, was the game me and my brother uh, played, on, uh, played on it. And um, we would always get to... Uh, uh, Dolph Laundry's character, okay, um, in the game, because Mister T, you know, he took a while because you you follow Apollo, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, the guy from Action Jackson. <laughs> uh, you follow Mister T uh, in the second round, and then Dolph Laundry in the uh, in the third one. But you always did like mini games, mm-hmm. uh, and it, for some other reason, I guess they were just fun. They didn't really do nothing for you, uh, and. Mike Tyson and Rocky, uh, so there's a technique that I that I call the scratch and sniff or the <laughs> scratches. So you would have the controller in and you would mm-hmm. scratch it, and, and you would just hit the button and go click 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 uh, because they they wanted you to press right. B and A or one or two on the second message at the same time, and I was just like uh, the second message is the middle, uh, buttons were like kind of uh, smoother plastic, right? So I was just like sc- like scratch and sniff, like I'm winning a lottery ticket right. to get my player up. And I always got to uh, Dolph Lundgren, and I would always get beat. So I looked on YouTube and saw the end to the game and was kind of like happy that I did not beat this <laughs> game because I was so upset. Um, another game that I played on the Sega Master System was Pro Wrestling. Okay. Uh, and the game has 50 rounds, and I beat all 50 rounds in one city. Uh, and you can look this up on YouTube. Uh, and I, re- I remember getting my tail beat by my brother. That was the thing about uh, playing the sports games that anytime I played it, it was always with my brother, and he would always beat me. Oh, um, I'm thinking, I'm trying to remember the name of it. Um, there was a game, the Super Nintendo. Um, it was like WWF SummerSlam, uh-huh. or it was like Undertaker, um, Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior. Doink the clown, and the thing I remember about it was it was because it was so. Going back to the arcade aspect, is it was like if you like Undertaker, you would do like the the the, the quarter circle, whatever, and yeah. he would shoot demons or ghosts out of his. Hand. It was like it was like it was like it was a wrestling game, but it was so arcading over the top that like they had like it was like it was a 
it was like wrestling, but with like Street Fighter moves. You know, yeah, it, it, it cracked me up. Or like you would go off the top rope and you can carry the guy up there with you. That was I remember I used to run that game every weekend when I go to my dad's house. Uh-huh. It, I never owned it, but I still remember it. It's still one of those over the top games. I think it actually. Uh, it's available now on iOS and I think so cuz Joint used to be the uh developer or one <laughs> oh, of the oh, oh yeah yeah Jukes Joints. Jukes oh yeah yeah Jukes Jukes and Jukes yeah, that's yeah. it yeah uh so let's let's move on and get to um EA uh because we were talking about them earlier and um if you read the if you read this week's blog um <clears throat> I put on uh how EA built and destroyed the arena and uh, pretty much EA was the during the 16-bit uh, uh, era, they were the leading games f- uh, for sports. Um, and like Midway and Capcom, they in the Konami. I mean, even Tecmo, they still had their own games, but they didn't have like the official games. If you wanted official professional sports, you had to go to EA. Um, so those games were good on the Sega Genesis. And some they started getting better on the Super Nintendo until it got to the modern age, where um, the games got as as realistic that they wanted to get the quality of the games uh, started getting worse. And um, there was a time that EA uh, actually, when they were putting out some of the uh, versions. Like uh, Madden 14, let's say that was coming to Wii. You were playing Madden 13, while 360 and PS3 got the latest version. So, and you were able, to, it got so bad that people in magazines, the journalists, was able to notice this, notice this, and it really kind of hurt EA. Um, and now it's at a point where EA doesn't sell big on the sports games. It's still major and it's still important, but it doesn't sell um, big. Why do you think that? Like, w- what happened from EA having being known as one of the kind of the best people to go for sports games, and now it's just like it's very iffy at, after every release. Um, that one's actually it's kind of like if you go back to if you, uh, to the wrestling fans out there, if you will. Um, when wrestling was at its peak in the 90s, they had competition. Yes. You know, it was WWF versus WCW, and for a while their WCW was kicking the crap out of WWF, and WWF had to up their game, if you will, to, to for the competition. And right now, if you really think about it, you know, EA doesn't have competition. It's like um, with, the ex- with, the, with, the, with the exclusive football NFL deal right now, you know, you can only get football – um, and again, like EA's got like that, that that's like an ironclad contract. Like you won't see Mario football or Sony presents or whatever. It's, it's straight up like EA is the only game video game company that can produce the first, NFL, the NFL. Uh, yeah. NFL, NFL, but, yeah. but does anybody really want to play college football? Game? Because again, now that's another, that's a whole nother can of worms. There's a reason why EA only did two um, NCAA baseball games before, you know, uh. you know, well, those weren't selling. And then, you know, you got, you got, because, you know, college kids can't get paid to play, you know, they don't get paid to play. And so obviously, you know, then you're looking into, well, how do you get so-and-so if they can't be represented and they can't get paid? Well, you don't have permission to use their likeness. But I mean, when it comes to NFL, you know that that's that's an ironclad contract. I mean, so when it comes to football, you want 
you want you know you want to play another you know football game you better you know strap on your shoes kids and go outside and get a bunch of your friends because that's the only game. right and then you know and again it's like in 2k unfortunately um like they hit and 2k was getting it right with their uh with their sports games we were talking about this before we went on the air i mean 2k5 i think it was crushed and i don't even think it was the 20 dollars that just crushed ea i mean it was the superior football game i mean yes. that one was full franchise mode where you had to sign contracts you had you know everything was legit i mean it was it was fantastic and but like you know and like 2k then went ahead to counter the the, the nfl deal they went ahead and got the exclusive third-party rights to make baseball games so again, that's why you still get Mario Sluggers or like Sony's been killing it for years with, with the show, yeah. uh, you know. Well, the, the the Mario series they could make those they could still make those games because they're only using Mario characters. Right. They're not using the, uh, professional sports, so they right. it could they could they if they want to make a Super Mario football game, they have every right to do right. so because it's not going it's not uh for the NFL. And, they and need to, their first party characters. And it, I guess it really depends on the lawyers if you want to, too. I mean, you know, if they really wanted it, like you said, they're using the Mario characters, but still technically it's a baseball game. And But either way, it's not even a problem because, you know, it's, you know, 2K, third-party rights. Right. So it doesn't matter. You know, that's why, like I said, Sony, for instance, is still able to go ahead and use Major League Baseball players. Right, because uh, actually 2K dropped the MLB license. Did they? Yeah. Yep, they, dropped, so. they ended up dropping it. Well, um, I'm hoping that EA brings back MVP baseball because EA, I give them credit. I mean, back in the 90s, they were still having fun with their games. You know, like you said, the rise and fall or whatever um, is because, in, like, they used to do the, um, like, if you hit a home run in uh, triple play baseball 94, you know, you hit the, on, the, on the Genesis, you hit yes. the X or the Y button while you're hitting the home runs. Your, your guy's doing cartwheels. He's doing the moonwalk. You know, there's fireworks going off. You know, and that was like I think right before they started doing the, that was like the beginning of the it, uh, it's in the game campaign that they yes. had, but but again the reason why EA right now isn't selling like they used to is because there's no competition. I mean, it's like the, two, the, the if you really look at the main sports, okay, NBA now is just you know it's not what it used to be. Mm-hmm. So so you know NBA Live it's just it's 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 not even a shell of what it used to be. You know, and 2K has been perfecting that one for for years. For years, yeah. You know, so if you really look at the two main selling sports, if you will, um, MLB and football, the reason why they're not selling like they used to is because EA could not compete against 2K for a baseball game, and 2K could not compete against EA for uh, for football. Right. So, so you know, and then you saw you did FIFA, and I mean UFC is just UFC is still such a niche market. You know, it's, you know, I personally, I don't really watch UFC, so um, I have no desire to want to be, to play the game. You know, you know I don't want to be Conor McGregor. I don't want to, you know, try, I don't want to make a creative character to get my butt handed to him like that. You know, like 2K, I'm, I'm, I'm like 2K's done a good job with the WWE license, but again, WWE is so, you know, it's scripted entertainment anyway that EA probably doesn't even blink an eye at it, you know, so. I don't, I don't even think that EA was even interested because um, during the time when wrestling games were big, THQ had that yeah. unlocked. And the N64 games, I mean, the, the Super Nintendo games from Midway were good. Right. Uh, like Royal Rumble. That, that stuff were, was they good. Were, they were all right, but, but it was just, it was too complicated for the buttons. 
Yeah. Y- you know, and I think that's, like I said back then, because, you know, like, even that was the difference between, like, what was the difference between an N64 and SmackDown? You know, for the pl- uh, N64 did, like, WrestleMania 2000. No Mercy was just still re- regarded as one of the best wrestling games. Yes. And compared to, like, the SmackDown games on PlayStation. And it was like, yeah, even though the entrances, the entrance video, well, the original SmackDown, it was freaking Ryan Beeman and I would laugh. We would, we would laugh so, because he had PlayStation, I had an N64. And we would just so laugh because what they would do for the entrances for the very first, and look it up on YouTube. If you look, if you look up the original SmackDown game, um, the entrance was for whatever wrestler. It was their Titantron video, but then it was just the wrestler walking in front of the video, like not walking down the ramp, not walking. And so you know, back then, you know, Stone Cold, his big thing was you know glass shatters, walks out with his with his vest, you know, doing his badass walk down the ramp, goes up on all four posts, you know, flicking off the crowd. Ironically enough, you didn't get the whole feel for Stone Cold, but on WWF No Mercy or WrestleMania 2000 on the N64, even though the graphics weren't up to par, you got the glass shatter, you got little picture images of what the background was supposed to be on the Titron, but you got Stone Cold coming down, you know, going up on the turtle, and he would flick off the crowd. You know, so it was so, you know. Doing his taunts was funny in that game, I swear. Oh, so, I mean, it was just like, even if you weren't a fan of, and in the 90s, I mean, who wasn't a fan of wrestling? I mean, but but it was just, it's just one of those things where it was just so much, and even the creator wrestler was still fun. Um, And No Mercy still has some of the, but like, there's people who now with that game still have the updated roster, Uh you know, with, with like memory cards and memory cards that you plug into the back of that. So, but. Again, it's like I said, that gets into the beauty of sports. Is it's just there's still like depending on what your definition of sports is, is just because like me personally, I like football. You know, there's people that still consider pro wrestling a sport. I mean, granted, it's you know it's script entertainment on TV, but it's still kind of fit in the sports genre, right? You know, it's not all encompassing. You know, if you will, like racing. Um, like I don't play a NASCAR game, but you know. Forza is good. Gran Turismo is good. Um, right. Mario Kart. I mean, there's there's still there's still a, a, a subgenre in sports that almost any everybody likes. You know, and I mean, I'm really ironically enough. I mean, like right now, one of the big things that's taken off is esports, if you will. Yes. You know, and even then, like there's actually you know like Twitch now, like with uh, um, Smite. That's that's a huge thing right now. Like me, I don't really play Smite. I'm not very good at Smite. But again, I'm one of those people that I still like to compete, and they have you know their little their their fantasy their you know their little fantasy football com- like confidence pool if you will, where you know each week they tell you which teams are playing, you you make your pick, and then if you win, you know eventually you can use the rewards you get to purchase something to use in game, whether it's a costume or. It, it it's really and it, it, it's good that you say that because like if you know who's playing that week and this is uh, just use a matter for example if you know who was playing that week you could actually put those teams on the games mm-hmm. let the computer battle it out watch it if you care mm-hmm. to watch it uh, and treat it almost like a, a game and like get an idea of who you think will win now that's what uh, uh, what is it NHL does that or EA, EA does that every year for those sim season. And they'll say, especially in the playoffs, I'm like, well, this is who that who the the simulator thinks is gonna. Yeah. It, it hasn't been right yet, but I mean, every year it's either Pittsburgh or Boston in NHL, and 
usually it's New England on uh, Madden. But, I mean, like you said, it's still fun that you can sit there and, you know, sim 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 that week and see what Madden thinks. And there's people who do that as a technique, you know, in their, in their football confidence pools. They're like, well, according to Madden, I guess I'm going to go with this guy, you know. Right. Um, so uh, we're going to actually get into the games that define the genre. And we just been bringing up so many games, but we'll probably reiterate. Because the thing about sports games, I will say, is that it it's not for the experience. It's always for the memories. Mm-hmm. And it's always what you do with your friends. And sometimes you if you do a play that you cannot believe. And your friend is there to see it and be like, oh, <laughs> like you, you kind of get that adrenaline. You kind of get that rush. It's always that memory that sticks with you. Mm-hmm. That's always attached to that game. So uh, with me, uh, you can read the list on uh, the blog. I put up 10 games and then I got some honorable mentions. So you can read that of what I think that I, I, that I believe that in the fine genre. Um these are just some additional games, and I didn't and I didn't put uh, like a lot of genres on the list, but this these genres we're gonna like touch on. Uh, for me, Joe Montana football for Sega Genesis, um, and I feel like the reason why that defined the genre is because it's it was one of Sega's first football mm-hmm. games, and I think EA helped make the make that uh, game. Um, I, think so. I think so. Uh, but I remember actually beating my brother. <laughs> Because uh, he loves San Francisco. And I picked the L.A. Raiders. So it's L.A. Raiders versus San Francisco 49ers. And he will always beat me with the 49ers up and down. Jerry Rice, mm-hmm. you know, Joe Montana, all, all of that. And one night we happened to be playing. And I, I uh, it was kind of like I was losing by, uh, uh, I was losing by, um, a safety, like about two points. I, okay. I, I kind of, you know, because he let me score and stuff. And and I just happened to do a Hail Mary, <laughs> oh, catch the ball, and made a touchdown. And by the time that happened, the game ended. So he got <laughs> mad at me. It's just like, no, I want a rematch. I put the controller down. I'm and said, no re- Exactly. <laughs> it said no rematch. But eventually I did give him right. a rematch, and of course I lost. Uh, but Joe Montana, uh, I think is it, it's a really good game. It really was a nice game. Oh, yeah. uh, tight controls, um, wasn't really slippery. You were able to understand the plays, uh, and it was more of top down instead mm, of the yeah. way that uh, EA had their football well, game from behind. Uh, right, um, so it kind of made it easier to play. Yeah, I think Joe um, Montana was a lot like uh, the old uh, Tecmo Super Bowl or Tecmo yes. Bowls. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about you, John? Uh, oh, I've got I've got too many. But if I wanted to define a genre, if you will, um, like I talked to you about before we even on the air, you got to go back to um, NHL '94. Yeah, and, and 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 I mean, like I said, that one, you know, like I was saying about that shirt. It's like I, it's there's a shirt that I saw. It's like got old school Jeremy Roenick with the little star, on it, and it says, "I'm not that good. It's just Roenick." And again, once you knew that little glitch, that spin around, get the goal out of position, and just do the wraparound, you could score all the time. But I mean, if I'm going specific memories, again, it's got to go to any any football game. I mean, with me and my my guy Brian, mm-hmm. you know, um, and him and I, we spent countless countless nights playing playing Madden. And again, again, growing up, he's a Bears fan, and you know, I was a Bears fan. 
or, or he's a Bears fan. I was a Packer fan. So I mean, we had the the real life rivalry there anyway. So when we would start, and again, it was just the shit talk that him and I would have. It was you know order. We would you know who's buying dinner tonight? Guess we're gonna have to play a game of Madden to find out. And this one, he was like my roommate. So, yes. you know, it's like, so what are we doing tonight? Well, I want to do this and I want to do that. Well, there's only one way to settle this. You know, you know, pretty much like like that's what cracked me up is back when they were promoting Smash Brothers, um, when they were doing the commercials about, uh-huh. you know, oh, well, we, we want to do this. Well, there's only one way to solve this. And that is what how him and I would would solve debates is it was like, well, and, and I mean, I to be quite honest, for a while there, I would be kicking his butt. And then for a while, he got on a string. And but I mean overall, if I really wanted to break it down record wise, we're pretty even. I mean it's I I couldn't tell you who's won more. And like you said, it's the the, be- the best part about the the I think it touched that early on too. The beauty part of the sports genre itself is not the game itself; it's the memories that you make with the person you're with. Yes, you know, and it, it's because I couldn't tell you what Madden game I played because we've we've the rivalry's gone every year, or which NHL game I've played with my hockey friends. It's just I can tell you how we solved it. You know, you've got that, like you said, I, 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 I was on a losing streak. I don't know what it is. I just threw a Hail Mary up there with three seconds left, and the guy actually caught it. And, I mean, that just happened to me yesterday when I was playing Madden 17 on uh, online. I was, you know, getting my butt handed to me. Five seconds left. I just, you know, I, I had John Elway as my starting quarterback from draft champions. I just threw the ball up there to OB, you know, Odell Beckham Jr., and he came down with it. And I did that one moment where I actually jumped off my couch, and I was like, did that just happen? And the joy now that we have with the current generation of PS4 and Xbox One, you know, you double-click that home button, and there's an option to record that. So now it's like, I want to brag about it. Yes. You know, I can post that right there, and I think they're integrating, you know, pretty much YouTube and Twitter uh-huh. Or, or fa- and Facebook stuff. So, you know, so again, it's like now you've got that proof that like this really happened compared to, like you said, uh, with your buddy on the couch. But it's just like I said, it's just it's it's so much stuff because like, my brother don't play sports, but like I've got those games with him in the base in baseball. Um, and, and, you know, again, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat. I would put them I would consider those part of the sports genre because they're still fighting. I mean, granted, right. they're not. You know, you're not you're not picking a real world fighter, but you know, again, I can go back to like my my rivalry with uh Beeman, uh, Ryan Beeman. Um, I, I still to this, I I've only beaten him maybe once or twice in Street Fighter, and that's the good thing about when you're playing someone who's better than you because he probably can't tell you what his favorite match is against me because he's kicked my ass so many times. <laughs> But I can tell you that when I when I when I upset him when he was Akuma and I was Ryu and how I got him with one of those show Ryukins that he didn't see coming, I can tell you how I beat him. He, on the other hand, well, I just did it so many times. That, I don't know. It could have been a <laughs> kick. It could have been a punch. Maybe an uppercut. But I always had the upper hand on him in Mortal Kombat, and that was our big thing. Was you're good at this one, you're good at this one. So. I know uh, SmackDown versus uh, it was SmackDown versus Raw or one of the SmackDown games. Uh, we were able, you know, custom creation was big mm-hmm. in that game, and I still to this day love it for PS2. Um, <laughs> so uh, my friend dressed me up as a preacher, <laughs> and and I told the story many a times, but I got to tell it here again. Um, 
So they did. They I, I I didn't hang out with them, but they said, Eddie, we have a character for you. I was just <laughs> like, okay. So they were just like uh, Pastor Eddie or Bishop Eddie, something okay. like that. And so you was so he's all in his like uh, gospel religious garb and stuff. <laughs> And when he walked down, he did the woman's sexy walk, <laughs> flamingo. So he would like flip his hair, <laughs> and it was so feminine that only I and I kept I, I kept the intro that way. Mm. I kept the moves that whatever they gave me. And there's one time that you could walk and like lift your hands oh, on yeah, your yeah, side yeah. and do it like that. <coughs> I kept that, and when I seen it, all I could do was laugh because I thought it was the most funniest most honest thing and i was just like you know what i should be mad but this is hilarious it, and i kept that player I, and oh. i was and i actually was so mad i gotta i stuff. gotta that reminds me because since i mentioned ryan um me and ryan um that was our game since obviously i mentioned earlier with wrestling um well, the wwe games and I've always made, and if, if if before if I think about it, I'll have to take a screen capture and show it to you on uh, on uh, Xbox. Mm-hmm. So since SmackDown versus Raw, I have always made a lucha libre wrestler, if you will. <laughs> yes. Okay. And he's got the horns. He's got the black mask. And I have always named him Juan Snan Valdez. And everybody knows everyone. Who, and and Ryan, if you're listening to this, he knows exactly where I'm going with this. Even now in WWE 2K16. I have Juan Snan Valdez. And if you have WWE 2K16 and anybody wants to see him, he is available to download in in the WWE custom creations thing that they have. Yes. However, Ryan would always make a character named Red Ronin. Now, I don't remember if uh, – I don't know if he still plays. But one year, we decided that we were tired of being rivals and we would make our own a tag team. And, and if he's listening, I already can t- guarantee you he is cracking up. So our name for our tag team, and I'm for, and I'm going to apologize to anybody that thinks that this is a little, you know, sen- a little offensive and sensitive. The name of our tag team, and now he, so now you can also tell us so your daughter. It's true, Ryan. The name of our tag team. I know I got a lot of that uh, building up the suspense. Was two balls and a bean bag. <laughs> Balls in the bean bag. That's right. That's, I don't find that racist. I just find that literally <laughs> funny. I know people are just like, oh, no, no, this funny. I'm like, okay, that's funny right there. <laughs> um, uh, oh, my goodness. NBA Jam. Oh, we, so, yeah. we, oh, we, we got to get to okay. that. Because it, I love the arcade version. That Super Nintendo, the first version of the Super Nintendo. I mean, I oh, love yeah. the Turbo Edition oh, yeah. also. That Super Nintendo version was the best. Oh, yeah. It was the game to go to. When it came to Super Nintendo, actually, me and my brother stayed over at my grandma's house and we, for some oh, reason, um, had the Super Nintendo and, and everything to play for the weekend at her house. We played that thing for almost six hours. Wow. And we, we couldn't stop. Like, it got and the to, unlocks in that were amazing. Oh, my goodness. Playing as Bill Clinton, um, uh, what's the, what's the little white boy? Oh, I can't remember. Uh, I, I can't even think of it, but he was popular and stuff. Oh, but I think it was Vern. Was it Vern Troyer from uh, Mini Me, or was it? Because um, I know Kid Rock wasn't a big deal. I'm trying to think of. 
because it wasn't because it was it was it was not Josie because Kid Rock wasn't big yet. I know who you're talking about. I'm just trying yeah. to think of you know who was popular in the in the early '90s that it could have been. Well, whoever it was, man, we played that it it stayed out of Blockbuster. It so mm-hmm. so well because it was it was just such a fun. I still play that game. at uh one of my one of my pictures. I one of my profile pictures. It was like me and a group of friends, uh, Tim and. Dustin, we had a bit of a reunion, and they had NBA Jam at the in the bar, and there's and one of the pictures that we have is just all like four or five of us, you know, crammed around it because you know NBA Jam was the arcade where you can play two on two, yes, you know, and so it's a picture of us around that just playing, and oh my god, it's just that game is still to this day, it is, um, it is amazing. I like, I know the one that came out on the for the PlayStation Four and. Uh, xbox one that's available for download um it's it's a little more serious if you will like it's still got some of the stuff like but now like you earn gold to unlock but like you go back to the original and i mean like i think like no that was ready to rumble boxing that one had michael i remember you can unlock michael jackson um but it's like the the unlocks in nba jam for the super nintendo that was i i go back you know and again it's funny because that's like that, that game. I can tell you where I was living, where I rented the game from, and who I hung out with. You know, I was living in Wakanda. There was a store called uh, Just Video Game Rentals, and I would rent that all the time. And it was me and my my friend Jeremy Waltman at the time, and like he would play, and I would sit there because you know eventually the announcer gets all uh, really boring. You know, I was like, oh, he's on fire, blah blah blah, boom shakalaka. And what I would do is I would sit there and I would actually commentate his games, like you know, like he'd be doing a. Uh, Pippin to Kukoc, Kukoc back to Pippin, Kukoc alley-oop to Pippin, oh, and it's good. And I would sit there, and my buddy would turn around, he's like, John, you have a future as, like, a sports commentator. And, like, that's what we would do. It was just some of the stuff. It was like, I still, again, these games, you know, and then, like, mm. like NFL Blitz, that one. That uh. one, it didn't have the unlocks, but that was just, uh, that game was just, it was awesome. You know, the turbo and the crazy on-fire throws and it's like I said, the arcade stuff too was really fun. You know, it Midway was on the road. Mm-hmm. My, uh, so me and my friend play uh, NFL Blitz at Gallopin Goes as okay. always, and um, I beat him, and I was just like, yeah. <laughs> so every, now every time we go there and we play, it, he beats me. Mm-hmm. And there's one picture I have on my Facebook that I'm on the ground pounding because <laughs> I lost, and I was trying to do the final fight. Uh, Kind of lost, like the dude. He falls after you beat up his car for the bonus round. He cries. He says, "Oh no, my car!" <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I try to do that kind of <laughs> look. Uh, that's how nerdy I oh, am. Man. Um, but I, but yeah, NFL Blitz. Th- that game is just the arcade version is just the best. Oh yeah, I, I understand PlayStation and the home consoles ones that people like, but going to that arcade playing that game is tremendous. Like. Mm-hmm. That was the football game because you didn't have anything like Tecmo right. Bowl anymore, where you could just go go and throw them and continue on. Like Tecmo Bowl was fun, but uh, NFL Blitz just blew it out the water for football games. It was very different from um, from Madden, and it was just it was just really fun. Um, NBA Street. Oh yeah, that um, one was alright. Uh, that one was kind of that one was fine. Um, the Def Jam wrestling games were oh, yeah. okay. They were fine. Um, Forza Motorsport. It is has become huge now. The only game that could comp- that could compete against Forza 
It's Mario Kart. Eh, and I probably and I would actually probably put Gran Turismo in there. You know, I'm gonna give Sony. You know, I don't do it yeah. often because you know, my first and for me besides Mario Kart because Mario Kart was my first introduction, if you will, into the racing genre. Uh-huh. Um, and you know, the Super Nintendo. You know, towed all the way. And if anyone wants to, anybody wants to question that, I will argue with you tooth and nail on the uh, on Edward Varnell's um, Facebook page or on the Twitters of Optional Opinion. Um, anyways, but um, I still remember Rainbow Road, but I still love the the, the haunted the, the the ghost mansion. Yes, that track is still my favorite from Mario Kart. But I remember back when I had the PlayStation One. Um, Oh wait, there was another one for the N sixty four that was really cool. It was like rally racing or something. Yeah, uh, that was cool because you actually that was like my first introduction into like create a car, if you will. Like you had the car, but you can like paint your car any way you want, and I had uh. so much fun with that. But um, man, see that's just fun. Wasn't start. it? Wasn't it for for some motorsport? Was it three or four that you could customize your car? I'm I'm thinking three, but four is. Four though was pretty cool. Actually, I'm gonna have to show you my car in Forza Five. Um, my uh, the one car I have in Forza Five, it's um the Bugatti, or no, it's the Veyron. What was the Bugatti? Or is it the? I can't remember if it's that one or if it's the the cover car. But anyway, it's all silver, and I've got fucking Rocket Raccoon painted on the side. <laughs> so right <laughs> now nice. the car, and then when they did the free trial days for Forza Six, I've got a red Subaru, and it's got Toad. You know, I figured like that one. It's got Toad on the. There were so many Nintendo and, cars. But, I mean, but, but, but that's the thing I like about Ford is, is you know Microsoft just you know turn ten they're just like do what you want. You know yes. this is this is they're here, here's here's the tools do what you want. You know they're you know they're not going to sit there and take down things for content restrictions. You know because I don't I don't see Nintendo sitting there sending them a season because again Nintendo would be you know you'd be foolish to sit there and think that now if you if your fans are sitting there in, in a Microsoft game if you will, you know. Spending hours making Mario or Peach or Toad or Koopa or whoever or Link or Zelda or whoever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, if your fans are doing that on another system, I would not send a cease and desist because you're there. They're, it's free publicity. Someone is playing a Microsoft game, probably running it on Twitch or recording said race. And it's like, oh, that car is pretty cool. And oh wow, that's a nice paint job. And then uh, you know, and now also in Forza, you can share that paint job where where people can download the paint job. Right. And you know, in Forza, the most popular paint jobs are either the Monster logo or something Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And and the the thing with uh, Forza that people still come in and ask about impresses me because I don't give many people reason why I didn't include Gran Turismo is that a lot of, Gran Turismo is too simulated. It's too it's too realistic, and I think the mechanics in that game is harder to it, learn oh, for. The only reason why I got my introduction to Gran Turismo, though, was I went to Blockbuster. Yes, the Way Way Back Machine. I, you know, listen to any appearance that I have on that show, you'll notice that the Way Way Back Machine makes an appearance every show. Well, <laughs> you, you, you have Blockbuster, you have People's Choice. Definitely. Right, yeah. And it was, like, but they were doing their game sale, and I picked it, and it was actually marked down on accident, and I picked it up for like five bucks, and it had just come out. And the cool thing is, is my mom had actually uh, owned a real a Camaro at the time, so me and my buddy Joe, actually, we bought whatever cars that our family owned and would race them, because like you said, it was a simulation. Yeah. Um. So it was really fun sitting there, you know, racing a car that I can look in the driveway and see. But like you said, but you know, Forza. And Forza, I will. I'll give them credit. Turn ten, 
Um, like like you said, Turismo, Gran Turismo, it's very simulated. But it's like Forza, it's like whether you're a newbie or, you know, a casual person or like a true car fanatic, it still finds a way to make it fair for everybody. You know, it's like I don't need to know how to tune up my chassis to get right. to get the most torque. To You know, if you know it, you get a bit of an advantage. But it's still not enough that if I'm sitting there playing on cat, you know, on beginner or normal or whatever, that I'm going to feel like I'm, you know, I've got no chance. Yeah, uh, and I do want to mention Burnout Takedown. Oh, I love that. Oh my god, I still goodness. have that. I still have it. Oh, and Burnout Paradise. No, Paradise. That one was. Good I have too. not played Paradise. Oh, dude, um, you, you got you have a 360. I have a PS3. It's oh. uh, it's it's, uh, it's for a uh, PS3. I think it's if it's. Let me check before you leave if it's backwards compatible. I have it up. I have it where you can install it, and I let you borrow it because mm. that's that's one of those games that you have. You 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 have to, if you like takedown. Yes, Paradise takes it to the extreme. It is like open world where you just boom and oh my god. Oh, man. take takedown. Uh, takedown was kind of hard for me when it got later mm. on because you had to do certain right. stuff and I was again I was just, just that good. But taking those cars down and making them flip in slow motion, oh, the feeling is too, wonderful. The funny thing about Burnout Takedown and Burnout Paradise is it was made by. Tiburon Stu- EA Tiburon Studios, who up until that point were notorious for just making the Madden games. Mm-hmm. So, so ironically enough, Madden, you know, you you gave the studio something else to do, and they they just killed it. Yeah, and because the original Burnout was okay, mm-hmm. but when Takedown came out, that that was the game. Like, and I guess EA wanted to get real car licenses and stuff, mm-hmm. but you know, the thing is, is just like a lot of things is. Uh, the car companies didn't want to see their cars being completely and utterly destroyed. So that's why in Takedown and even in Paradise, you have cars similar. But, but not uh, the actual but, cars. But that's one cool thing that I liked about, like, in, uh, in Paradise is actually they have, like, some of the DLC with, like, the movie packs or the toy packs. People, you know, I actually have the DeLorean from Back to the Future. And they're, they're actually called this. You know, they have the actual Ghostbusters car where you, you know, where you hit and the sirens go off. They yeah. actually, you know, and then, like, the the, the, Doro, the, the, bleh, the DeLorean can actually hover. They had, like, a lot of movie cars. They have, like, the General Lee in there. And it was so it was fun racing those and taking people down with those things. It, surprisingly, um, FIFA is big with EA, mm-hmm. but... Uh, P uh P P E S Pro Evolution Soccer mm. by Konami that one is big. They said this year's, this year's version is good, so yeah. I want to see how that one compares to when the actual FIFA game yeah. comes out this well, year. I think FIFA's already out. Is um, FIFA yeah. out? Yeah, I think no, so. no. I know. Oh, I think it's uh, a couple. Uh, no, two yeah, more weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, out. It'll be yeah. out because I want to see how that story mode plays out. I will. Show. I, I I will say um that's the thing that a lot of people get confused with. Going, I mean, I know we're a couple topics away with EA is. Um, all their sports games are are done by different studios. Like NHL is done by like EA Vancouver. Yes. Um, Madden is like, um, uh, I think I don't think Tiburon is doing it anymore. I don't know who's doing Madden, but Madden because that's EA's bread and butter, if you will, for the sports. They have the biggest studio, so you know, and it's like NHL, um, very small, small studio. So you know, when something like NHL 15, bad taste in everyone's mouth. People still to. Because they aren't happy, because a lot of the special, a lot of the features everyone liked, was were not in there. There was no hut, no online team play, none of that stuff. You know, so it, it got put in an NHL 16, but 
my like, the big thing that came out for me for sixteen was they finally got the United Center in there, and they actually did actual goal songs. So actually, so for me being a Blackhawks fan, up until NHL sixteen, if I played, you know, in Chicago, it was called Chicago Stadium, yeah. and it has been Chicago Stadium God knows how long. And then it was just a generic song, so it was really cool playing last year's version, scoring a goal, and actually hearing Chelsea Dagger. Or you know, if you want to know what it's like, um, like uh, Daniel Bryan, who was really popular in WWE with his Yes chant in New York, that became the, for the Islanders that became a big thing. That when they would score a song, the entire crowd would do the Daniel Bryan Yes chant. It just kind of took off. Yes. Um, but you know. Um. Capcom did a football game in Super, for the Super Nintendo. A lot of people don't remember. Um, Nintendo did uh, Ken Griffey Baseball yeah, Major yeah. League um, to the point where Nintendo even invested into the Seattle Mariners. Right, yeah. So uh, I know they recently just sold them, but that was huge right, right. for a first-party company doing that. Um, you got Outrun by uh, and, uh, by Sega, um, Rich Racer. Uh, that was the bread and butter from Namco. Um, if we're talking about fighting games, of course, Tekken is Soul Calibur um, or Soul Edge. If you want to uh, uh, look at that, look at that way. Um, you had Karate Champion mm-hmm. uh, for kung, for Kung Fu. Wasn't there like Jackie Chan something? Oh no, I that think was, that so. Was yeah, um, Track and Field was a big thing for Konami. Uh, oh, um, what was it? What was the one for the Nintendo? Because there was like the remember when the the original NES came out? Because I had that one. It was like there was the you could either get the NES that had Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt, yeah, and then there was the one that actually came with Mario, Duck Hunt, and I think Track and Field that had the po- the the power pad. Yes, I had that one. I hated that thing. That thing never worked. Where you're running, 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 and <laughs> like I never did it. <laughs> um, me and my friend had it, uh, and we were sometimes yeah, yeah, do like bongos, uh, but we did run on it too. We did it really hard. Um, but, uh, any other games, any uh, other games that oh, you man. feel like I'm, I'm trying, I'm tr- there's, there's like so many I'm trying to, I want to make sure that I touch like everything, give everything that's proper due, um, but, um, I know Meeting League, uh, Meeting League was League good. I had a lot of fun with good. that one. Uh, let's see. Uh, see, EA, EA back in the day, you know, when they actually had fun. You know their games were good. Yeah, that, the triple play baseball. Game I think that's the. I think the one thing I liked about the NHL best. studio is when uh, the the anniversary NHL fourteen mm-hmm. actually paid homage to NHL ninety four, where they actually had it where you can play NHL ninety four mode, and um, and not just play NHL ninety four mode, but you actually got to use the current rosters and you would get to play it in the eight bit pixelated versions, um, and you could still play as Jeremy Roenick. You know and. So it was, it, it's cool that, you know, every once in a while EA still pays homage. You know, they're getting better. Like, for a while there, they just became a bunch of, you're going to buy our games and you're going to like it. But yeah. I, and, and, like, I think, uh, I think uh, um, Kyle and Johnny talked base, touched base on it a few episodes ago with their uh, happy hour. I know I'm, I'm skipping way ahead to the shout-out episodes. But, like, I was, Johnny was talking about um, EA Access. And, you know, when, when uh, Kyle finally got the Xbox One. Yeah. And I was on the fence about getting EA Access, and they were they were praising it. And I was like, eh, well, I was still on the fence. Well, when NHL 17 came out, EA just sent me a, a free trial for 30 days. And I I love it. Um, I'm probably going to invest in it because, you know, what they, for like for me, I don't have NHL 17 yet. But with EA Access, they, they let, you know, they let you get the game the day before. Um, and like, I got a 10 hour free trial of it, you know, and again, it's, you know, and I mean, and it, it, cause you know, you got your demos where it's like, you just play this one game. Tell me if you like it. But for like the EA access 10 hour trial, 
it's the full game. You got achievements. You got, you know, you got to play any mode you wanted to. And then, you know, and like they also had like uh, the previous Madden games were there. Um, when FIFA comes out, you can try FIFA. And again, for the ten- and then they have the Vault in there too, where you can play previous games. So, so you know, and it, it's good to see that EA is trying. You know, I'm only bringing that up that you know because you know I don't see Ubi, I don't see Ubisoft, you know, access or anything like that. But and again, for like someone on the fence, like okay, I've played every every version of NHL since you know '94. So that one I haven't skipped, you know, so it's I've seen the improvements, if you will. But it's nice to be able to, you know, technically, if you know, pay thirty dollars for the year and try before, you know, it's like the old Funko Land. Um, oh, aspect. my goodness. Can't you know, you mentioned that company, he, you know, and, and I miss the old Funko Land because GameStop, it's not even a shell. But, you know, Funko Land was really cool. It was a try before you buy, you know, that, you know. It's like, you know, I don't know if I want this game. Well, here, go ahead and try it out. We've, we, you know, and that was, you know, way back in the old setup, you know. The whole thing, you walked in, it was like Game Station, Game Station, Game Station, and it was like, here's the new game, here, here, and here, try it out. And now it's, you know, they lost, and you know, when GameStop took over, they kind of lost track of what they were. And I think that's kind of like, like, and I bring that up because it's kind of where EA's at now. And see, look at this. This is how you transition from one topic to the future of gaming. Ed, take notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did it, which is our actually our last topic, um, the future of gaming. Um the f- more mostly the future of the sports genre where we would like to see it and I posted my thoughts on the blog uh, so you guys can once again read that um, so you know where what I think um, John where do you think the future you know to, to be quite honest um, it's one of those things where it's um with with the introduction now of the virtual reality that's that's where I see it going um, like with the with the well Oculus Rift and yeah. wh- what's the other one um, the so uh, PSVR yeah five. PSV whatever it is it, it's I can see that you know coming now you know with the trying to really 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 get you in the game, um, but as for the future aspect of it as I want to see EA continue to do what they're doing is uh, making the improvements because now it's like it's not just subtle improvements anymore like I still remember like when the headset first came out for the PlayStation, uh-huh. if you had the headset, the, the, you know, and if you wanted to, to get you integrated, you know, they actually did the play call. Like if you did coach suggestion or, you know, the offensive coordinator would tell you the play in your headset, you know, they don't do that anymore. But like with the, when the connect came out, then it was like, they were like trying to get the, con- you know, he's always tried to try different things. They're like, you can, if you're the quarterback, you know, you want to call an audible, you would say audible and whatever. Um, but future-wise, I'd still like to see some more, you know, I'd still like to see them go a little, i like to see more arcade-ish things, too. But, I mean, as for, like, the future, I mean, it's, it's good. It's really, it's going to be more of the same, really. I mean, like I said, the big difference is what takes off technology-wise. Like I said, right yeah. now, I, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly seeing, you know, virtual reality in my, you know, trying to actually sit here in the middle of your living room running or swinging a bat. Would you do like a uh, Dance Dance Revolution football game or Dance Dance that Revolution would be, that, track? That would be. I would do yeah. it. I, I love Dance Dance. I love DDR. <laughs> so I I would do it. But it's like I said. I mean, I just I I hope it continues. I mean, unfortunately, especially in today's day and age, where everybody's uh getting into their own world, in a, not own world, but like don't really participate in the sports. And with the with the introduction of online, I still want to see them try to bring more couch co op because like 
sitting here talking to you, you know, as the episode has continued, I'm starting to re- realize that more it's the memories I've created with the people more than yes. the game itself. Again, I, w- I go all the way back to Tecmo Bowl, 8-bit graphics, and, you know, but I can still remember, like you said, playing it with my brother. I, I, the graphic, you go back play it now or look it out on YouTube, you're like, man, how the hell did I really think I was playing football in that? And then you put that controller in your hand and the whole thing. Like, viewing it is one thing. Right. Getting that controller in your hand changed your whole perspective. Because you would be like, well, this is very archaic and this is, like, very old. But you would spend hours. If someone was coming, if someone came and sat down by you and played Tecmo Bowl and was beating your tail, that competitive spirit within you would kick up. And and uh, and really, they just need to have a catchy theme song. And again, um, if anyone who's if you if you're familiar with my work before my retirement, um, back on the um, what were we the anomalous the anomalous whatever critical hit yeah thank you I forgot no I'm just kidding um I don't want to get sued by anybody (laughs) 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 but uh but you know and even on previous episodes that we've talked RBI baseball to this day still stands out as one of the most memorable um games to me and not just because the characters were weeble wobbles if you will yeah but because even to this day and I'm in my you know I just celebrated my 34th birthday. So here I am almost 30 years later and I can still always think do 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 and this is not the first time you've ever heard me hum this song. If you go to I've done it on your show, I've done it on that show and it's again, I don't understand it's just it's so catchy. It's I would put that theme song up there with the original do 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 and I do that you know exactly what I'm talking about and just like you know, or do 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 So you know, again, Nintendo. You know, like a lot of just just the little synthesizers that they had still have some of the most memorable. You know, anyways, I'm I'm getting sidetracked now. I'm getting all emotional. And and everybody that is the beauty of sports, the beauty of sports game, of the sports genre. Um, I know there could have been more to talk about, but we are on limited time. Uh, I want to thank my uh, guest, John O'Hagan. Where can we find you? You want to go ahead and do oh, some plugging? Um, in the cave with, with flames going, and I'm holding a sword, and I will tell you, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this. Or, in other words, the bowels of Twitter at Darth Cubby. Or you can find me on Facebook at John O'Hagan. Um, Twitch, I'm Darth Cubby. Xbox One, also at Darth Space Cubby. <laughs> And you can find this show, Optional Opinion, on uh, the Anomalous Radio Network, com, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, or any other podcast app that you have. Um, you can find me on Twitter at ThatRetroCo. If you want to uh, hit me up and talk about more about sports games, you guys can friend me on Facebook under Ever Varnell. Um, you can... Uh, my Xbox Live is uh, the lyrical one, capital D A capital L Y R I C A L one. Um, right now, I'm starting a recourse that I'm playing for a review. Uh, so do g- I hope you guys do check that out. Next week, I am doing the beauty of role playing games, and my guest is so phenomenal. I cannot wait to you guys hear him. Um, he, he's just such a, a great guy. Uh, and I don't want to say who it is. I, I got to keep it as it's a surprise. It's not me. I assure you. I, I've <laughs> made my one appearance. But if, for those that are fans of WWE and you're a fan of my work, I might become the new Heath Slater and start to call myself the hottest free agent in podcasting. <laughs> 
And with that, everybody, like I said, uh, go to IGN.com. Look under Anime, E-N-I-M-E. You can check out the beauty of video games, uh, volume two, genres. Uh, and like I said, this is this week was the beauty of sports. Or actually check out the first uh, the beauty of video games where I did consoles where Mr. John O'Hagan and I talked to Microsoft. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I, you know what? I, I, I got to actually go back to it and listen to the games that I missed. So I can put them back mm-hmm. on my Xbox. <laughs> uh, that was such a fun conversation. Uh, so, but once again, thank you, everybody. Uh, check out my work at the digitalnerdadvocates.com where I do some of my writing there. Uh, skirmishfrost.com for the moment where um, I actually talk about retro games and how they connect to my personal life. Um, and, yeah, that's it. Any last words, John? Well, I have an old catchphrase that I feel like I didn't do my job if I didn't say it. So, uh, peace and chicken grease. Hut, 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 hut. <laughs> and with that, everybody, we are out. Peace.